you're listening to i mean can we discuss and i am your host astrid ferguson we will be discussing different issues that can be debated articulated chopped up any kind of way there's no real set way to this it could be culturally it could be socially it could just be how we're feeling today so You're here for the randomness, and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to a new episode of I Mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. So, you guys, it's been a while since I had one of these solo episodes But I've been here trying to line up some interviews and, you know, things come up, you know, it's the summer, so it's kind of hard to get everybody aligned on the same schedule. So some things have been pushed. That's also why you guys have seen some inconsistencies, um, because I'm also out here trying to live my life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) I'm a mama of two babies. Um, I have a husband who is very much in art and sometimes, you know, those things get in the way and it's not like you can say, please stop demanding so much time from me. <laughs> no, honestly, I just need to plan better. If I would plan ahead, uh, which I did, I was really good at the beginning, you know, and then somewhere I slacked off and I'm okay uh, sitting here and admitting that to you guys because that's part of the process that's part of growing that's part of advancing your business of identifying the things that have worked the things that haven't worked the things you need to work on you know everything is opportunity for growth so you have to take the good with the bad and it's okay to do things imperfectly um, because sometimes being trying to be such a perfectionist, because that's what I am. I am a perfectionist. I don't know if any of you guys have taken the Enneagram um, test, but I am a number one, which is the perfectionist. I'm very pragmatic. So that can sometimes stifle my productivity because I am like picking at everything. I want everything to be perfect. And I'm slowly learning to come out of that. So which leads me to this episode today. In case you are not following me on Instagram, which is Astrid underscore Ferg, A-S-T-R-I-D underscore F-E-R-G. I actually posted up a poll about what are some blog post topics that you know my followers or my readers or my community would enjoy reading and I got one response that I thought you know what that's probably better to do as a podcast instead of a blog post because I didn't think it was going to do it much service so let me read you what the comment slash response was so um he said to me which was a guy I always enjoy when guys come in and give me you know their questions and and you know ask me for help on stuff you know because you know you guys you guys need love too we love you guys you know I'm I'm usually talking to the ladies but you know I love you guys 
I have nothing but guys in my house, so I'm constantly helping the guys. <laughs> so, um, his response went kind of like this. He wants to know more about like internal conflict between oneself and one's brand or image. How does he go about dealing with conflicts that arise because of his personal views and the image his brand maintains, which may not always line up perfectly? Which is a perfectly good question or you know, kind of advice to seek for. So the first thing that I would say is you really need to sit down and identify who is your ICA for your business. When I say ICA, ICA means ideal customer avatar. So who are you speaking to? Because when you know who you're speaking to, you can pretty much align everything in your business that strategically is for this particular customer. The other thing is when you are you know the owner, the founder, CEO of your business, the the great thing is you can always rebrand. So don't feel like whatever you start off now like that's the end all be all you can always be rebrand because even as us as human beings we evolve with time and so can your business and your business the best way to differentiate your business from someone else it's for it to reflect your own ideals and your own morals and and bring a little bit of yourself into it, like your personal self, because you are the most unique person walking on this earth, whatever your business might be. Um, even if you write, um, it's always whatever it is that you are creating as your business, you want it to be as uniquely as possible because that is your comparative advantage. That is what's going to set you apart from another business. If you're a writer, for instance, you want your work to reflect who you are as a person. So you want to establish a voice through your writing. Um, it's not always going to be grammatically correct because that is something that you learn in copyright. Whenever you create something, you want to sound like you. You want to sound authentic. You don't want to sound like a robot. You don't want to sound like everybody else. Because if you sound like everybody else, you're not going to stand out. You're not going to um, be able to compete with everything that's going on. There's a ton of content constantly being spilled out on the internet. And if you sound like everybody else, you're just going to fall underneath that. You're going to fold. So that's the same thing with your business. So if for you, for example, you are a strong believer in God, you are a uh, a faithful advocate um, or you want to represent a, a certain group like uh, um, the LGBTQ community or or you want to represent you know let's say maybe you were dealing with addiction and you overcame addiction you know those are all really good things to have so you want to implement those things into your business and the minute that it starts 
falling out of whack, you need to come back to the board and identify your ICA and then identify, you know, if it's time to rebrand. How can you rebrand incorporating these morals, these standards, and your business? So that is the good thing about being the CEO, the founder of your business. The other thing is too, if you're having a hard time, like you're not being successful as an entrepreneur, uh, or you feel you're not being successful because a lot of times we think that we're not, but we're moving, we're slowly moving the needle and it's not something that happens overnight. Entrepreneurship is a very lonely and a very long road. It involves tons of patience and it's a constant growth. So you really have to embrace the pro- the progress. Actually, you know, trust it, like take your time with it. It's like relationships, you know, relationships are very complex and they grow and we grow. Our needs change. It's the same thing like a business. You have to think of it like a baby, you know, like it starts out, then it starts to walk, you know. So you have to look at it from that angle as far as, you know, also dealing with certain things like internal conflict as your business grows. You also have to sit back with yourself because I always like to think of things like pillars, um, most of the entrepreneurs that you will listen to focus a lot on mental health. And I know that that sounds like cliche, but honestly, if you think about it, if you can't work on those internal conflicts like mental health, spiritual well-being, those type of things, or, or even your physical health, it's going to affect your business. If you can't think clearly, if you know you are struggling physically um, for your your physical health, it's going to affect you know your productivity as well. Um, so it's very important to do things that really help your mental health. If you suffer from anxiety, identifying things that help with anxiety. I find that with anxiety, a lot of times it's a reaction. Maybe you're overwhelmed and you need to actually sit back and look at your schedule and take things into even smaller chunks. Or maybe it's you've been focusing on the wrong thing. Um, You're dealing with a lot of self-doubt. You're dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, And you might need to cut some things off. Maybe you need to, maybe you haven't been to the gym in a while, or you haven't moved certain muscles, or you haven't practiced um, getting your mind to slow down. Things like yoga help a whole lot with things like that. So identifying what those things are. Maybe you've been having that whole, you know, we all know Instagram been been acting up lately. The algorithm, the recent algorithm, we all know our engagements have gone like to the trash. So if you focus so much on that, like if you're that type of person that follows and an engagement defines how well you're doing in your business, you're going to fail.
Okay, let me say that again. You are go- you are destined to fail because that's like constantly seeking affirmation from borrowed land. Okay, so you need to identify what those triggers are so that you can work on on that because usually they work kind of hand in hand. So if you're not doing well, if your mental health is off, that's that's going to eventually affect your physical health. And then it's going to eventually affect your spiritual health. And then it's eventually going to trickle down into your own business. So that's why when you hear a lot of these entrepreneurs who have made it big and even even authors, you will hear how much they stress about working on these things. I honestly encourage journaling and actually writing your goals down as if they have occurred already and actually doing things outside of your actual business. So actually learning techniques from other businesses that maybe you can apply and mold into your own business. Um, I don't think that there's no business that you can't mold into what works best for you. You know, maybe you don't particularly like like maybe you create a um a product um like the CEO of Zappos he hates shoes but Zappos is like a huge huge uh a shoe uh company you know that he created but you know why it became huge it wasn't even the shoes guys it was his customer service. It was the culture that he created in the actual business. He, I mean, he, the guy is, you know, he, he's, he's smart as all hell. And he's created, you know, he created a business before, but he hated it. He dreaded going in and he sold it because he just, he couldn't deal with it anymore. He hated the environment. He hated the culture. And it was his own company. So he decided to create a place that he enjoyed going to, even though he don't really like the part because he's not a shoe guy. Um, And that's what I'm saying here. Regardless of what your business is, if you are a writer, you want to identify your voice as a writer. That's what's going to separate you from other writers. People buy voice. They identify with voices. Yes, you do have to do some sort of research for you to identify who is looking for your voice. Where are they? What what are some of the points that they like to read about? Things of that nature. So I challenge you to really sit and think about these things like, where are your customers now? What do they need from you? And if you're dealing with a certain type of internal conflict and maybe you are evolving as a person, who's to say that they're not going through the same thing too? So don't be afraid to take your customers or your community on this journey with you because we're all imperfect and sometimes showing that we're still that human and we are imperfect is what attracts even more of your tribe. Okay. So that's what I wanted this episode to be about. Hopefully that was very um, informative 
and you guys some got something out of this. I know it's kind of impromptu and it's not as organized and it's not as um, giving you like a great tangible tips that you can go after. But yeah, those are all really great things. Um, I actually finished reading a book called The Latte Factor um, because we all worry about financial um, stability as well. And that was a really good book to kind of bring me back to what I should be doing, um, which I, you know, I kind of knew most of it before, but it was just good listening to, you know, you should be paying yourself first. And there's different ways that you can go about building wealth. Um, there's different ways of looking at things um, as opportunity for you to build wealth and to help your community and at the same time enjoy where you are now. So if you are looking for something that kind of will help you in the financial world as well, I definitely recommend reading The Latte Factor. It is a very good and easy read. It's not like math. It's actually telling a story. Um, and it'll definitely put things in perspective on how to think about these things. So that's my book recommendation for this episode. Maybe I should start giving you guys book recommendations. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Leave a review. Come join me in the Instagram world. If you guys don't join the podcast Instagram, which is, I mean, can we discuss that podcast, but abbreviation letters. So I am CWD dot podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T over on Instagram send me a DM, let me know. You can leave a review here or you can go to my website, astridferguson.com. I actually figured out how to put this on my website all on my own. I'm so very proud of myself. So I will start putting the actual episodes over there so you guys can view the show notes even better, um, not just on here. So Thank you, you guys, so much for your time. (laughs) I know this was a short episode, but I wanted to give you something and also respond to this gentleman's great question. So until next time, guys, ciao. That was a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to, I mean... Can we discuss? Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to. And enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off.